I've listened to this song repeatedly all week, as we often do when we prepare for an episode. But this was a rare thought that I had. This is my thought. <laughs> try is, it, is it your thought or is it someone else's thought that you're reading off your phone? This is my thought that I'm reading off my phone. Okay. Okay. Because it, it cuts deep for me. Gotcha. This makes me wish I knew French. And I feel ashamed living in a bilingual country, ignoring our other official language. And on top of that, I was actually in French immersion. (laughs) Yeah. So you don't have an excuse. No. Well, if the kids were nicer, maybe I'd have a... I would have stuck around. But I dropped out of French immersion after the first year. I still took French all the way up to grade 13. Yeah. It still didn't really take for me. I didn't really immerse myself in it. I didn't enjoy the culture. And so I lost the French pretty quickly. I can read it off a page, kind of. But as I was listening to Rock Voisin's catalog, all I could think of is that I was missing a whole lot of music because of my Anglo-focused ways. Yeah, so uh, Rock Voisin, bilingual artist from, from Canada, huge in Europe, but He has similar thoughts on Francophone singers in Canada and why they aren't as successful as they could be. And it's similar to to your your feeling where you just kind of dropped French. Yeah. So I think there's a whole huge market out there of amazing music that we really need to get ourselves into a little bit more. So if I may ask our listeners, if you could, please send us your recommendation for francophone music whether it be out of quebec or out of france or you know belgium because i think they speak french in belgium yeah, don't they they do speak french in lots of okay yeah. french speaking french french speaking places or french singing music i yes. prefer i'm not much of this french spoken word yet but we'll yeah. see so today we are talking about i don't know if you can call this a banger but this is this song's a banger this song is so so good it's I'll Always Be There by Rock Voisin. Oh my goodness, I always remember knowing this song and listening to this song, but re-listening to it to get prepared for today's episode, I just got lost in it. I just I just dove into it and I was there and I was comfortable and I didn't know what was going on, but oh my goodness, this is such a good song. At what point did you start crying? When oh, you're- almost immediately. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was telling Bill, like, I'm an emotional person, but uh, I I texted him and was like, I've listened to this song 10 times in a row, and I've got teary-eyed 12 of those times. Like, this song just, uh, there's so many feels about it. Yeah. This is a heartstring song, and um, if you haven't had a chance to hear it, you are in for a treat when you do. Now, Rock Voisin, born in small town New Brunswick. Yes. Raised bilingual. So this is to his advantage. He has no accent in either language. Yeah. It's incredible. He'd make a great prime minister. I think so. Yeah. But uh, Rock is not actually his first name. Hmm. Joseph Armand 
Rock of Wazin. His first two names would already make a great rock star. I know, right? Yeah. So he goes by the handle Rock, which, you know, I don't know if it if it suits necessarily what he does. I mean, if if he went by adult contemporary Wazin, that'd be a little more on the nose. But, uh, you know, that's a that's a great handle to have. Yeah. Raised mostly by his grandparents after his parents divorced when he was around four. He ended up moving to Quebec at some point in his life, another small town out there. He developed a love for music, but he was also a sports guy. So he could have been in the pro hockey league. I I should just call it the NHL. NHL. Yeah, (laughs) could have been in the NHL. It could have been the pro hockey league. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, but he ended up injuring his knee playing baseball when he was 18. Okay. He still played hockey when he was at the University of yeah, Ottawa. I saw that. Yeah, he played for four years for yeah. the GGs. Yeah, physiotherapy degree, and then decided he wanted to get into music. But while he was getting into music, he also got into hosting a, a show on Quebec TV for like a teenage variety show. Also, he was in He Shoots, He Scores. Do you remember That's that? That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he acted in He Shoots, He Scores. Yeah. This guy is like... Uh, He's the ultimate man. Yeah. So he can play hockey. So that's an ultimate Canadian man. Yeah. He's super good looking. Yeah. Like shockingly good looking. <laughs> okay. And he can sing. He can sing shockingly well. And act. And act. Yeah. So either we hate him or we just get on his side. And I don't yeah. want to hate him. I might not be a Canadian man. If those are the criteria, I'm I'm in trouble. So he's had so much going on. And while I was looking over his career, it said he was huge in France. I don't think I knew this. So I texted our good friend Marie. Yeah. Who lives in Paris. And I said to her... Did you ask her what her favorite episode was of our podcast or no? She said she was surprised that we had a podcast. And I was surprised she forgot. I told her several <laughs> times. <laughs> so I sent, her, I sent her a message. And it said... Hey, was Rock Rosine popular in France when you were growing up? And her response was, oh, yeah, he was. We love Rock Rosine. That sounds exactly like her. She also said, my mom ordered one Rock Rosine for Christmas, but we never found a guy like him so far. So they're still <laughs> waiting for him to be wrapped under a tree. Oh. And then she said, why? Did you meet him? Which is great. <laughs> Which does lend the sort of, oh, he's Canadian. Do you yeah. know him? Yeah. But I said no. And then I asked her a bunch of questions about him and what her favorite songs were. And so she's just tried to like remind me about why he was big in France. Mm-hmm. She sent me some information that I did not know. But she said he's very famous. And she named a bunch of other famous artists in France. Yeah. But like he's Jerry Lewis. No. <laughs> Shockingly did not. I've not <laughs> asked her. I don't want to sacrifice our friendship for a joke. Yeah. But she said he was part of a famous charity live concert for years called Oh yeah. Les Enfoires. Yeah. No, let me try that again. Les Enfoires, which has all the biggest celebrities in France. They raise money for charity and has to do with feeding people. Your like, French immersion has really paid awful. off well. Uh, yeah, I know. I was like, oh, there's an accent aigu. I got to try again. I don't think I even nailed it. I should no, have. Yeah, you... I got that wrong. I went accent grave. Do you, do you want me to try and pronounce it? That's awful. Yeah, I feel... Thank you, Marie, for being my friend. Yeah. <laughs> she, poor Marie, just, she has to speak English with me every time we talk. And she said, whenever they have a show, like, don't forget the lyrics, his songs always come on. So, I want to dedicate this episode to Marie. This is for you. Do you think she'll listen to it? Yeah, I'm going to send her a link. Okay. 
Fantastic. <laughs> He does two English albums, don't get much interest from the public. Mm-hmm. He does his debut album called, I think it's called Elen. Elen, yeah. When the song is incredible. Yeah. You get a chance yeah, to listen yeah. to it. And then he does another album. And then, of course. Yeah. I'll always be there. Yeah. And the title track from that album is the song we're, we're talking about. So uh, that is also called I'll Always Be There. That's what a title track means. That's that's what a title track does. So this is something that I've learned uh, recently. So, um, you know, I'm glad that I can share my my knowledge with you guys. Written with David Foster for the 125th anniversary of Canada's so-called independence. Yeah. Do we call it? No, we don't call it independence. No, we call um, it? Confederation. Ah, yes. 125th anniversary Confederation. He performs it for the first time in front of the Queen in Ottawa. Yeah, which is bonkers. Yeah. And you can't find it online anywhere. No, which is unfortunate. Yeah. So that's the first time it debuts, and then it gets released, I think, either that year or the next year. Mm-hmm. And it takes, in its way, English Canada by storm, because it was a mainstay. On yeah. A, and it still is. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So when, when Bill talked earlier about, you know, getting deep into into the research and everything, this is where, where we differ. So Bill was researching and watching French interviews and everything. Uh, my research was listening to the song and repeat and crying. But we're going to get into this song. And my goodness, there's so much going on with this song. And it's just, it's beautiful and perfect. And I just want to share that early in my, uh, in my career in the early 2000s, I think this song helps me stay employed. Because it was a mainstay on the adult contemporary radio stations that were playing over the uh, over the speakers, and at least once a day, I'd probably hear this song for the first like couple years. Maybe not once a day, but you know, a few times a week at at the very least. And it almost made it worth coming into the office just just to hear that song and knowing that I was going to hear that song. It, it was the, the anticipation of knowing that the song was going to be here. You know, then you close your office door and you you pantomime and, and sing along with this song. And oh my goodness, just all over the place. It's, a, it's so awesome. Thank you, Rock Wazin, for keeping Frank employed. I know, right? I have you to thank for my career, such as it is. Let's return the favor yeah. by analyzing his song. In the way only you and I can do. Yeah, we're going to talk all the lyrics through yeah. and talk about the song. Yes, we are. Yeah. Okay. So get ready. Strap in. This is going to be this is going to be fantastic. Opening verse already starts strong. You and I. Grammatically correct. Yeah. Usually people go you and me, but I'm glad they went with the subject you and I, okay? You and I have followed the trace Laid by people of faith and pride, with hungry eyes, you and I. I don't know if I'd call that the first verse. I want to call that the first verse. It takes us so long to get to the chorus, well, which I love about this song. It's just this beautiful introduction, right? Yeah. So I would call that the, the first stanza of the uh, first verse, right? Well done. Okay, good. You and I follow the trace. Laid by people of faith and bright with hungry eyes. So 
they followed the trace of people of faith and pride with hungry eyes. That makes me think of sort of settlers, the idea of, of being in love, but also recognizing it almost feels like, oh, this matches the 125th anniversary of Canada. Yeah. This notion of, you know, thinking back to your ancestors and the hard work they might have put in mm-hmm. and also the struggle that yeah. comes with. You know, yeah. my mother's born in New Brunswick. You know, it's a tough life out there. Yeah. New Brunswick's tricky. The economy was a problem. So if he's thinking specifically New Brunswick, I hear you. You're right, too, because like they're talking about the people that kind of drew the map for you, like how you get to where you're going, right? Yeah. And these people have gone through it. They've endured. And he's yeah. looking back at maybe uh, relationships or or um, uh, couples that have endured and have have made it. So the, these are the people of uh, of faith and pride, and they sort of set the roadmap. So he knows how to get to where he's going. This is how I see it. Yeah, I think he's talking about his grandparents. Yeah, because he mentioned it in that CBC documentary. Yeah. Okay. Now stanza two. We're gonna call these stanzas. And I love this stanza and too. The great thing is the re- re- repetitive nature of this. You and I begins it again. Yep. Could conquer the stars. If we tried or simply live by simpler vows and let the storm go by. Wow. You and I could conquer the stars If we tried or simply live by simpler vows And let the storm go by Simpler vows is such a great line mm-hmm. to me. And then looking at the idea that you could you could face off against nature and conquer it, or you could choose to just live simply and accept it. And that he's saying we could do both of these things, which I, it's kind of rare in a song to have the option yeah. of a simple life yeah. and a you know a, a life of just struggle and and success. Yeah, we could rule the world, or we can just be with each other. Either is perfect for me. What a succinct verse. Yeah. It passed me by when I would hear it when I was younger. I never yeah. thought of it. But hearing it this week, it's like, holy cow, yeah. this is great songwriting. Yeah. And, and really reading the lyrics kind of for the first time, because you always hear them, but you don't dig into them, right? And But now having them in front of me, what I love about this too is uh, you get the introduction of that piano in this stanza. It okay. just comes in nice and soft. And here's your introduction. And then the next stanza comes. Mm -hmm. You and I have written the book, line by line, the few things it took to survive was your loving heart and mine. Should I keep going? (laughs) Yeah. Should you go remember these words as they show just how much I care? Don't you know I'll always be there? Mm -hmm. You and I Line by line, and the few things it took to survive was your love and heart and mine. Should you go remember these words as they show just how much I care? Don't you know I'll always be there? 
they've they've been given sort of the roadmap, but now they're writing their book together. Yeah. And they're talking about what it takes to survive. So now they're also drawing the map for people uh, who are coming after them, for couples coming after them, right? Wow, that's great analysis, because that brings us back to tracing the the line. Yeah. Oh, good. But, uh, and then, um, yeah, the few things it took to survive was your loving heart and mine. And again, there's that simplicity thing, right? Yeah. Which is just so beautiful. Yeah. But uh, what I also love about this is musically. Yeah. When, um, so in the, in the, the previous stanza, there you had that, that little introduction to the piano. Yeah. But at the end of this stanza, this is when it comes in. This is, that was the knock on the door. This is the piano coming through that door and it just hits hard. The line there, should you go remember these words? Yes. I just like even the acceptance that a relationship could end, but he's still there. And so even with her leaving, it's not this sort of fatalistic thing at all, but this sort of pure, pure and simple love. Yeah. 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 If I may quote a, a line somewhere. <laughs> and, and, and it just like, and the, the song title, right? Like it, it's, it's kind of simple, but it's so, so powerful. Yeah. I'll always be there, yeah. right? Yep. And then that leads to that chorus. We talked about this earlier. Yep. This chorus, he goes for it, but he holds back when compared to the next bunch of choruses. Yeah, right? so there's there's a reservation, right? And uh, the song just builds. Oh, my goodness. It's yeah. beautiful. So then he says, I'll always be there is the yep. end, but also in a way the beginning of yep. the chorus. I really like that when they kind of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Use them in both ways. There when the world and its promise is failing. And then I'll always be there is the, that backing choir, right? There when the frost of its winter is cursing. And I love that. Great line. line. It's so good. It's, this is so such great poetry. And this is a guy who has moved to Quebec when he was, what, eight years old or 12 or something yeah. like that. They, they know winter. They know winter. Yeah, they yeah. know winter. <laughs> <laughs> so, and... Uh, there, when the tears in your eyes keep on asking, and then they go to, I'll always be there. Yeah, I think I had tears in my eyes asking, listening, right. listening and watching the video over yeah. and over and over. It even leaves a asking what question, because they yeah. don't say until the next chorus. Yeah. All right, Frank, we've gone so far, but we got more to go. Oh, my goodness. And and good as that opening yeah. verse and opening chorus is, yeah. the second verse and chorus just, it, it takes it up like a oh, thousand incredible. steps. How much do you think is this Rock Voisin lyrics and, and how much is David Foster in on this? Do you think David Foster is doing more music or is he kind of suggesting things what do you what do you think i want to say that the lyrics are rock voisin and the uh music is david foster because when you listen to this song you think david foster so like if you could the take production yeah, yeah if you could take a, a school picture of this song and show that <laughs> picture to someone you say that's david foster's mm -hmm. kid this is a special song david foster has been referred to as like the emperor of schmaltz yeah pop music and he can go that way, but in this song, all the beats are right. Yeah. So, okay, next verse. I'll keep my focus here. 
You and I have followed the trace laid by people of faith and pride with angry eyes gone blind. What a match with the first where it was you and I followed the trace laid by people of faith and pride with hungry eyes. Yeah. But from hungry eyes, we go to angry eyes gone blind. And that takes the flip side of pride, where yeah. the pride is sin, I suppose. But the the harshness of a Canadian winter or just life as a settler and yeah. all these things, or life as someone whose land has been ripped from you, you know, same same end. I, I struggle with the, that one lyric with angry eyes gone blind. And my my reaction to it is they're angry eyes that are no longer angry. So the angry eyes are blind, but the loving eyes are still there. How do you read that? Well, I look at angry eyes gone blind and then jump right to the next stanza because it matches so perfectly. The symmetry is amazing. You and I will show them the light we live by. So you have angry people whose eyes have gone blind, but they're going to show them the light. So their love will actually help the generation before them. Yeah, okay, now now I'm reading this even more here, and we'll show them light we live by, so n- never again will they try to keep us apart. So that's that's the uh, the, the angry eyes trying to exactly. keep them apart. Yeah. And so the okay, idea yeah, 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 what yeah, the yeah. love they show will actually improve. So hey there, Shakespeare, this could have been how Romeo and Juliet could have gone, and we could have gone home happy. Yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> do, do, you th- do you think Bill Shakespeare, like, listens to this song is just like, oh man, this guy got it right. Like, what was I thinking? Yeah, I know. 500 years, he rolls over and says, ah, that's great. I'll always be there. (laughs) I wish I wrote Uh, that. It could have been a great comedy. (laughs) You and I will follow the trace laid by people of faith and bright with angry eyes gone blind I will show them the light we live by So never again will they try to keep us apart I guess that takes us right to the um right right to the right to the chorus the rest of the song ends in this this massive chorus yeah, that keeps building what I love about this second verse is this is where this restraint is just thrown away and he goes after it. So at, at the end of the first verse, before they break into the chorus, and the chorus is big and it, and it and it's fantastic, but he's a little bit more uh, subdued when uh, when he says, uh, just how much I care, don't you know, I'll always be there. But now when he says... So never again will they try to keep us apart. And he just takes it yeah, up. Yeah, and he holds that note. Yeah. yeah. And and then it breaks into the chorus. And the chorus starts off the same, but bigger. Like, yeah. it, it, if you listen to the choruses back to back, it's big in the first one, but he just takes it up a step. And listening to it, it sounds like different words, just the way he sings it. So yeah. the, the focus now is on the promise of the world failing. Like, oh, these are now lovers battling against this. Like lovers in a dangerous time, I yeah. suppose. <laughs> Bruce Coburn or yeah, Bare yeah. Naked Ladies? Bruce Coburn. Yes, okay. Okay, no offense. I do like the Bare Naked Ladies cover. Yeah. 
there when the frost is winter's cursing same there's when your tears in your eyes keep on asking me why yeah then asking me why yeah and then right into that into the next set of, of the of the course and here they even take it up another mm-hmm. step mm-hmm. which is oh my goodness you thought that one that one step up was big but then this one is even it's so emotional And this is what I love about this song is that they recognize the struggle of just life. This yeah. is like a lovers in dangerous time where asking why could be a whole host of troubles yeah. that people come in. But also that the interesting part is this is what the previous generations may have had to do as well. But pushing forward with this, he'll always be there. He's not leaving. I mean, it's the ultimate expression of yeah. love, I think. Yeah, yeah. There, there's that, that. But then musically, this is where... They introduce that electric guitar riff mm-hmm. is, was in that stanza. And just like, just this like little throwaway piece, but it shreds in there. Yeah. It makes it pop and it just makes it so much more emotional, I find. Yeah. And this is a David Foster specialty. Is yeah. To bring out high emotion. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah, yeah. That's what he's all about. This song still wasn't as big as it should have been. Oh, Canada. no. It no, didn't no, get no. to number one. It didn't really break in the States, or at least on a, on a wide scale. Yeah. But it is a gem still. Oh, this is so underappreciated. Yeah. yeah. We talked about his voice, right? Well, we talked about how he just keeps taking it up a notch. Yeah. I was thinking about his voice. He talked about how when he was a kid, the first album he ever bought was Gord's Gold. Okay. And he loved Jim Croce. He loved the sort of folk style singing. And you can hear in his voice that he can have this sort of deep, almost country style. Yeah. But then he's got this high voice. Yeah. And he's got this control of it that takes it beyond what a folk singer could do. Like he could be a fantastic Disney Broadway singer. Oh, yeah. Disney (laughs) Disney slash Broadway. Don't want to conflate them. But he doesn't go Disney Broadway. No. He he does his own thing. But it's such a unique voice that I couldn't find even... Someone asked me for a recommendation of a song that was like it. And I was stumped, kind of. Because I didn't know one that did all the things that his voice was doing. Yeah. We kind of went through the song. I mean, it... it and we talked about this too, the, that last sort of stanza of the chorus. It doesn't drag on they don't keep repeating 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 they could repeat that course for another uh 12 years and i'd be fine with it but at the end they bring it down that notch it again is that emotive feel right just like he's he's declaring his love he'll always be there but now it's that sweet soft intimate moment where he's just kind of whispering in her ear i'll always be there oh man like it, it just again 
all the feels in the world on this one. Like every time I listen to the song, I get goosebumps. I like honestly, honestly do. <laughs> this song, I'm thinking category time here, but yeah. I know we're, this is out of order, but this song is a wedding song that yes. you would dance to, but even more so, this is Rock Voisin coming in to sing at your wedding ceremony. Oh. What do you think of that? I need to get married. <laughs> yes. Rock, we need you. I was, after watching the, after listening to this song as much as I have over the last couple of days, and then I was thinking, just like, like if I ever get married, like, I'll, I will propose and say, like, this has to be our song. And if she says yes to the proposal, but no to the song, I'll end the relationship with her. That's That's how much this song means to me right now. I'd almost think you should use the song lyrics as your proposal. As my you're, proposal? You're down on one knee and you say, you and I. And then, of course, I'll be filming in the background, which takes oh, yeah. that intimate moment and makes yeah. we get it on Instagram so we get more downloads. But um, I think we have you sing. We get a good lapel mic on you and, yeah. and we'll, we'll have speakers hidden in the trees. Or we can do like, uh, what's the, the movie, uh, Cyrano, where he's in the bushes actually singing and I'm just uh, lip syncing. Right, right. So, Rock, get, get that nose Cyrano? growing. Yeah, Cyrano yeah, okay. de Bergerac. Yes. Yeah. I think it's Cyrano. I'm, I'm so nervous about my French pronunciation. <laughs> <laughs> just, I always thought it was Italian. Yeah. I think I got good marks in grade seven French immersion, too. Yeah, I did terrible in French. <laughs> I love so much about this song. Yeah. But I don't love so much about the music video. I get the music video. Yeah. But there are a couple moments in it that are a little bit laughable for me. It's certainly dramatic. Yes. Oh, absolutely. But it feels like, you mentioned it earlier, there's a Canadian feel. Yeah. They love dancers. Well, there's a French-Canadian feel. Yeah. And, yeah. and it's this sort of interpretive dance stuff. Mm-hmm. I can only think of the Sweet Surrender video and some of those Sarah McLaughlin videos from Falling okay. Towards X. They made me so angry. and like, I hate watching interpretive dance. Oh, okay. okay. And so it feels like a special dramatic presentation. And I just want to see him singing this at a wedding. <laughs> That's the video. <laughs> That's a rock. You would need to remake this video. This is not working for me. See, I was watching it, and I found it had a similar aesthetic to, um, yeah, Losing My Religion by R.E.M. Mm -hmm. uh, that same sort of sepia tone look to it, which was, I think, a lot of the sort of early 90s type of uh, type of videos. A lot, a lot of them looked similar to that. Yeah. But I, I get it, though, like, because the two uh, uh, dancers in it, they're going through all of those paces, all the different seasons and everything, yeah. and but they're always there for each other. And a little bit on the nose at the end where that big final, I'll always be there. And she's jumping off of these stairs into his arms. It just, like I said, a bit on the nose, but like, I, I can't not like the video because I love the song so much. There's so many camera angles in that final jump she takes. Yeah, like, yeah. I think she's jumping on a trampoline. I don't think she's making that jump. I want to see a full shot of her making that jump because that's got to be 12 feet. Yeah. For those who haven't seen it, it's in the show notes. It's a classic sort of studio-built thing. Yeah. And he's singing there. And then the dancers are really the focus. I'm like, yeah. listen, you got the best-looking guy in Canada. Yeah. Focus on his face. The best-looking guy with the best voice in Canada. 
Yeah, you could throw a hockey puck down there too, and then you got everyone in Canada watching. Yeah. <laughs> the ultimate Canadian is there. You couldn't build him in a factory. Yeah. Instead, you have dancers, interpretive dancers. Yeah. No one wants to see well, that, the, the except for you, Frank, I guess. Well, well just because it's, it's part of this song. Right. I guess the only way you make it even more Canadian is if he's like tapping a, a maple syrup tree while he's singing this song. Well, he was in Quebec. I'm sure he yeah. tapped his fair number of trees. <laughs> <laughs> categories this yeah. this is big because on yeah. reddit i found a one-year-old reddit yeah where it responded to somebody who said i want to find a song like rock voisines i'll always be there that person is yet to respond to me i did a lot of work on this yeah so this leads us to mixtape song universe yeah i think we have a lot to talk about here well i i could easily make a double mixtape yeah. for this because this is a song it's a, it's a statement of commitment so this is my um my mixtape on commitment. Yeah. I tried to keep as much as I could in the same sort of genre, the, the AC genre, as much as I could. Great. Never Surrender, Corey Hart. Good one. Soul Provider, Michael Bolton. Yeah, and he's got the voice, right? Yeah. Yeah. With This Ring, Kenny Loggins. Oh, good. It's a fantastic wedding song. Wow, so. yeah. Very on the nose. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> very. Okay, we... Step it up a little bit with Together Forever by Rick Astley. Okay, yes. Now and Forever, Richard Marks. Oh, yeah, great wedding song. Love of a Lifetime, Firehouse. Oh, greater love song. Keep on Loving You, Ario Speedwagon. Greater, greater love song. A little bit of a curveball here. Forever Your Girl, Paul Abdul. <laughs> <laughs> it's a curveball. I'm not able to say greater there. I'm, no, uh, no, no, no. That that's uh, a curveball. That is a curveball. At least, yeah, because now and forever I'll be your man. They have forever yeah. your girl. That's a balance. Yeah. A balance. Well, it it's up. it's about commitment, it's, right? It's a fun song. And we end with the ultimate. Okay. I will always love you, Dolly Parton. Oh wow. You know, I was thinking about I'll always love you by Whitney Houston oh, okay. because David Foster produced that's it. That's right. Yeah, yeah. But good job on the Dolly Parton because it, you know, keeps us too legit to quit. Yeah, yeah. It wow. brought it brought us back in after the Paul Abdul. Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I got mine is I had a lot of different directions, which we'll we'll talk about our our um cutting room floor after this. Yeah. But mine was going to be on songs by Canadians that still have the same bigness to them. Okay. Okay. So, and one of them is not as big, but it has the same heart. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I, it took me a while. I, uh, sorry, Anne Murray, you were, you were almost in, and you are the queen of this, but you'll come back, Anne Murray. Okay. So here are the songs. There's only I, I only put four in, so it was like like a five okay. song set list. Starts with Rock Wazine, then If You Asked Me To by Celine Dion. Oh, sorry, it's If I Asked You. Isn't it? No. Am I wrong? You are totally wrong. I'm reading it off the... Oh, <laughs> come on. Oh, we got to scrap this whole episode yeah, yeah. now. <laughs> Sorry. Celine Dion. Celine? So, yes. Celine? so we got, there's an accent somewhere in there. It's yeah. on the Celine Dion. Okay. Next one. You Raise Me Up, Josh Groban. Oh, okay. 
from this moment, Shania Twain. Okay. And then 3rd of June, Corey Hart. Oh, yeah. good call. Yeah, so just the same sort of feel is, and beauty. Is Josh Groban Canadian? Isn't he? I think I think the song was written by a Canadian. All right, I'm going to have to look this up right now. Okay, Josh Groban's not... He's Canadian to me. Yeah, okay. Like I said, I think the song was written by a Canadian. Okay, well, we'll And David that. Foster's Canadian, right? Didn't David he Foster's, produce that? Yeah, Didn't he David produce Foster's, that song? Yeah, he did, so that makes him Canadian. Yeah, there we hey, go. Hey, Josh, yeah. welcome to Canada. Yeah. Enjoy your maple syrup and your plaid shirt. Very good. I don't. That's great. I, why do I always go lumberjack when I think Canadian? No, because this is classic Canadian. All right. Okay. What do you got on the cutting room floor? What other directions could you have gone? Um, well, I really only looked at, at commitment, but um, I also just want to state right now that outside there's a storm a raging right now. And as much as this storm is going on, we'll always be here. And if it keeps raining, I'm definitely always going to be here, yeah. <laughs> at least for the next few hours. Sorry, Ashley. Okay, I, I was looking at I'll Be There songs or okay. Be There songs. Okay, yeah, So yeah. I'm going to give you a whole bunch yeah. Just and just think of it in the context. Say You'll Be There, Spice Girls. Oh, okay. Will You Be There, Michael Jackson. I'll Be There, Mariah Carey. Oh, yes. Or Jackson 5. I'll Be There For You, Rembrandt's. I'll Be There For You, John Bon Jovi. Or just Bon Jovi. Reach out, I'll be there for tops. Nice. So there's a bunch I of like albums. that. One. I'll be there is on a lot, but I wanted third of June in there. Yeah, I I have a couple of uh well a couple of songs that didn't that were on the list that I that I cut, but uh yeah. I kind of really, really like these songs too, but yeah. uh uh When a Man Loves a Woman. I had Percy Sledge, but I also had the Michael Bolton version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I figured there could only be one Michael Bolton per mixtape. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. And then the other one was uh, Stand By Me. Uh, oh, Benny King. That's good. Okay. I got a category. I made up one. Okay. What would Jim Steinman do? Oh, Jim Steinman would ruin this song. Yeah. That was all I could think of is because it has the sort of theatrical elements. Yeah. But I thought about how he could take the song and just mess it up. He would take it to the same places that potentially David Foster would do lyrically. Right. I think. Yeah, I think he'd talk about spraying holy water on people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. just couldn't. He couldn't. I don't think Jim Steinman could handle the fidelity. Yeah. No. 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 So we've been friends for thirty years or so. This is a little bit of a test for you. What do you think my favorite part of the song is? I think it's like at some point where it's pounding and the piano does a little. In the the first sort of verse there, or does he do it? Does it? I think it comes up a couple times. Right? It comes think, up a couple times. Yeah. yeah, I think it's got to be a part where the piano comes in after he's hammering, it, like that he's really going for it. Yeah. So I can't remember. Can't remember it exactly. Which it, it, do you, you don't remember your favorite part? No, I remember my favorite part. <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, that's that that's good because um, yeah, the, there's definitely the piano uh, in it. I I, th- I think you got it, but it's like more specifically, it's. Yeah. In that second chorus, when the tears in your eyes keep asking me why, I'll always be... And they step it up that, that yeah. next time. And then in that chorus comes that ripping yeah. guitar. So you love the step up. Oh, You're yeah. all about the step up. Oh, I'm all about the flourish. I'm yeah. all about the, the, fancy, uh, the fancy parts of yeah. the song. It is fantastic. Yeah. The part that stopped me in my tracks yeah. was when he said simpler vows. That little lyric yeah. that just kind of stopped me. Yeah, and then for for you listeners, I think this uh, 
really jumps into our personalities here. Bill, Bill, Bill's a little more substance. I'm a little more style when it comes to my yeah, music love. I think that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like the idea of Michael Bolton doing this song. No, 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 no. I don't like anyone other than Rock Voisin doing this song. Yeah. For the category, who else could do this song? Rock yeah. Voisin could. He's 59 right now. He yeah. could do it again. Yeah, he can his do voice, this all day long. His voice is still great. Well, yeah, you were saying you, you watched a, a, a video of him or yeah. a live performance of him, and you were convinced that he was lip syncing because yeah. he hit everything so well yeah. in this song. But that was actually an old one. That was from like the 90s. It was on still. CBC. I will post in the show notes with a timestamp so you can get there. It is insane. And yeah. it also gives you a really glimpse of what Canadian TV was like back yeah. then. <laughs> he did a song with Matt Dusk recently. I think oh, it was okay. a Frank Sinatra cover is my guess. He has a couple of albums called Americana. Yeah. Right? This one was Moonlight in Vermont. Their voices blend together well, even though there's... I wouldn't have thought that they would. Yeah. But it was really good. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So he's still killing it. We didn't talk about a Hallmark movie, but I want him singing at a wedding. So yeah. if there's a Hallmark movie where there's a wedding scene, I want him there yeah. as special music. I think Hollywood really missed out because oh the man's goodness. an actor too, right? Yeah, he's incredible. So any movie where there's a wedding singer, like in, in the big song for the wedding, like why don't you get Rock Voisin in? Yeah, and he's still a good looking man. Should I actually be worried? <laughs> <laughs> I should be worried. No, <laughs> uh, you know who hasn't missed out on his face is France because they have him as like commentating hockey. Yeah, had him commentating the Olympics, so he's he's all over the place. I watched these videos from France with interviews with him, mm -hmm. and you could see the people on the panel just looking at him and swooning, really, like <laughs> just not even hiding. They're like desire for him yeah oh wow <laughs> i know we i've gone on a lot about how good looking he is but that's uh the man's a good looking he's a man. good looking guy yeah, i have no problem yeah. saying that yeah i'll always be there i'll always be there i hope you've enjoyed our Rock Vazine episode, we've thought a lot about this and we could feel the sort of pressure to do this right. We've also felt a lot about this. Yeah, yeah a lot of feels here. I'm exhausted. I know. From how emotional I've been getting. You about, you know, your tears and me just talking about how good looking he is. <laughs> <laughs> but similarly, you know, he talks about always being there. But the great thing with RSS feeds... And podcast worlds, as long as I keep paying the money to Podbean, we'll always be there. We'll always be there.